Welcome back to another episode of the Unleashed Podcast. I am your semi-host, Aaron Bass. We have the lovely Miss Hannah Santiago in the background, along with our jester of choice, Mr. Christopher Morgan. And we are honored by his presence, Mr. Matthew Reed, this evening as well. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing well, man. Well, I hope everybody's doing better than me because I am feeling like Mr. Bobby Boucher right now. How does one feel like a Bobby Boucher? I'll fill you in. It goes something a little like this. I should have listened to Mama. She told me them wine coolers was the devil. Ugh. Yeah, that's been my day today. Stay away from the wine coolers, boys and girls children of all ages just stick to the hard liquor it'll do you mo- it'll do you right it'll do you much better is it bartles and james or is it boone's farm uh it was neither it was chi cheese so that might have been problem number one right there. <laughs> yeah whoa yeah chill bro yeah but the only thing you <laughs> want to have from chi cheese anymore is the free nachos and even them with the dip they have served sometimes is questionable nowadays <laughs> due to covid Oh, yeah, strictly due to the scam. scam, (laughs) Well, anyway, now that everybody's checked in and everybody's feeling good, we're here to discuss tonight, topic number one, the history of the new MB2 and how that all came to be. So at this point, I'd like to turn it over to Mask Mad Scientist, Mr. Chris Morgan and Mr. Matthew Reed, please regale us with how this newest Mass Brothers masterpiece came to be, because I, for one, am wanting to hear the story. Well, Matt, I'm I'm actually going to let you start since it basically came from your Kirk. So you can kind of start about the history of your Kirk, and then I'll just pick up where where you leave off at that and how the MB2 came from that. All right. Uh well, we, uh, yeah, I have a Kirk master. It's from an, an original 1975 Kirk. And, uh, Matthew, I don't know, mean to interrupt you, man, but just for all the little, uh, mass nerds out there, the key word here is lineage, lineage, lineage. So, yeah, <laughs> chew on that, please. Sorry to interrupt, sir. Continue. No, you're good. But yeah, pretty much I have a pristine 75 Kirk and um, it's too small to, or if we were to mold it, it'd be too small to wear as is. So as a lot of you know, Chris and Rick and I actually enlarged that and did a little sharpening of the details, which brought you the MB 75. Well, after... We worked on that a little while. We started getting the itch to do something else together. And we really wanted to bring a new H2 stretch mask to the table. You know, if, if you have been done, um, I do one with HHP, but we wanted to bring something fresh and something just something that would stand out. And uh, so Chris started off with the sculpt, and I think I'll let him take it from here. And I'll join back in here in a second. Yeah, really, I had the the silicone mold uh, that I made, you know, the that made the MB or the yeah the MB seventy five project. Um, I 
got got it back in clay and then just started to you know as Aaron has put it in the past um started to do my thumb work um you know and just kind of shaping it and getting it to where everything was flaring out and stretching and uh looking like Dick Warlock's head was uh was in the was sitting inside the the sculpt basically Man, then, not to interrupt, but I remember that first because we were all FaceTiming me, you and Rick, the first night you worked on that. Yeah, and that oh my god, it it was amazing watching that. Yeah, because originally I had I had carved the um, the Kirk eyes out of it and just kind of started almost like a like a life cast, you know, yeah. perspective where there was no eyelids or anything in it and the idea was is not only to make it like Dick Warlock's head was in it, but to make it a really angry, pissed off looking um, dickhead basically. So, <laughs> um, and that's kind of what it started out with. And like the one thing I, I wanted to do was obviously a, a big, there, there was, really there was three scenes in the, in the H2 movie that was a driving force behind it, which was number one was the car mirror scene. Um, the second one was the needle to the temple. Um, so that yeah. you got the little bump in the corner of the eye that is cause it's the latex stretching and, you know, you got the lip all puckered out and, uh, crazy looking. And then, um, the third scene, um, I would say, would be various shots within the hot tub scene. So those are three scenes that, that were driving forces behind this project. Um, so I know that, especially early on, molded in eye cuts were much like my latex eye cuts i mean they were hugely important and matt how many how many different sets of pictures did i send you from day to day of just working and reworking and reworking the eyes oh man i couldn't even tell you it it was a ton i mean we kept going back and forth and back and forth i would send you pictures like like photoshop and different shapes and we'd go over those and you'd change them and we wouldn't like those and we'd change it to something else. Like we went over it several times. Because basically you're, you're trying to combine all three looks into one mask. And then I think for the eye cuts, we finally settled on, Hey, let's, let's sort of get in the ballpark on these two looks. And then it kind of settled on um, a mixture of the hot tub scene and the Coke can picture. Yeah, yeah, that, that ended, that's what ended up working best with it. Yeah, the others so, were, were a little too uh, made a little look made them look a little too cartoony almost. Yeah, like a, and, like a, like and jagged. Catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was that, and then you know, then it was you know uh, just refining and smoothing and getting everything kind of kind of filled in and put together. And, um, I mean, am I leaving anything out of the story or are we moving into the problems or does anybody else have any questions at this point? I don't have any questions, but I would just like to chime in 
because I was witness to you doing your mad scientist work on the UL uh, and bringing that back to life uh, when, geez, man, it seems like just yesterday that I sat back and watched you do that. And it's, it's Matt, Matt, I'm sure that, you know, that uh, you know what I'm talking about to be able to, I mean, if you guys were on a zoom chat, I mean, I don't know if you were watching it live as it happened, but you know, I helped Chris, uh, you know, uh, repour the the mold for the UL and then watch it dry. And then he had at it. And I mean, when he goes and he starts, you know, bringing life back into something that has features washed out or, you know, what have you, it's just, it's a sight to behold because he's dialed in and as he's doing it, I mean, it just, he, 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 he just he's he's doing it like he's a man possessed, like he knows exactly what needs to happen to make this particular feature look this way and so on. And I mean, it's just it's it's it really is a. It really is something to sit back and, and watch, you know, as it happens and just like, wow, that's yeah, it's a sight to behold. Well, you know, I'm not I trying really to. Is. I'm not trying to blow. I'm not trying to blow air up anybody's skirt here or anything like that. It's just <laughs> as somebody who does not, you know, have it in them to be able to do that, to be able to sit back in the background over your shoulder. And I mean, I was over your shoulder. I was literally over your shoulder because I was just like, dude, whoa. What? I would have been definitely for that one because I have an original like like the old MMP UL, so I know what what they look like prior, and what he did to bring it to where the ULHD got to like, must have been something to see. Which is, which is funny that we're talking about the UL because Matt owns uh, that UL mold now. So it's, yeah. it's kind of funny how it comes full circle. Yeah. And to see what Matt, what you did with it, you know, uh, you know, turning it, morphing it into the, into the H2 that you have. I mean, that's, you know, that's something that deserves its own credit. But I mean, I'm just, I'm speaking, you know, first person experience. I was literally there over Chris's shoulder but I, I don't know because I literally was over his shoulder. I don't know how the hell he was able to, you know, to, to do what he did without me knowing the fuck out of him. But he did. I mean, he just sat down and he just went to work. And I mean, it just it, it just seemed like, you know, time was in a vacuum. And and just to watch what he churned out in such a you know short amount of time there in the garage. And he's just dialed in doing it. And I'm just sitting back like, whoa. You know, I, it really was a treat, man. It really was a treat to be able to be in, on that process. But Chris Morgan can't sculpt, though. So how is that even possible? <laughs> You're no sculptor, you quack. Dude, that is awesome. I would love to see that sometime for real. I'm not I kidding. wish I had I wish I had had my phone out videotaping that. Oh, uh, just, yeah. It. Yeah. I, I really wish I did. I mean, look, I was just in awe. I mean, listen, I, listen I to this old fuck before. videotaping, you know, or like no. a 1987. <laughs> Capturing the wild Christmas Hey, bitch, habitat. 80s never die. Oh, no, Cobra no. Kai I, never I dies. You, but, but you got you got some like um, younger chap listening to this saying, that guy just said videotaping. What's that? <laughs> and to that young bitch, I would say, go educate yourself. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so we we got we got everything put together. I I don't want to say rather quickly, but it it came together quicker than I had imagined. And 
I know. And it uh, was looking perfect. It was looking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we literally <laughs> like once I shot those, uh, those videos, we had people lining up ready to go, like wanting the first few copies. Rightfully so. And so I said to Matt, I said, Hey man, um, give this thing a, a good once over. Let's, let's do a zoom or something. Let's, let's, uh, let's take a look at this thing because if you don't see anything, I'm not seeing anything, but if you're not seeing anything, it, it, let's go ahead and commit this thing to a mold. Well, about the same time, Matt and I were, were watching a lot of the old school Don post videos. And there's a gentleman that, worked there um that was just slapping plaster together onto these uh to these making these molds that just like he was done in like 20 30 minutes and about the same time we had just come out with the mb5 and i did the same process with the mb5 like slapping the plaster right onto the mold just just throwing it on there and i'm like man this this is easy and then i got i and then i I did the same thing with um, with a couple of other masters I had going on. I'm like, so I had had a few of these under my belt. It's not like I was going to try this technique on the MB2 straight out of the gate. So I had done this several times at this point. And I remember saying to Matt, I said, I'm, I'm not going to mold this thing in silicone. I'm going to go straight plaster and stone so I can just go straight urethane right from the right from the plaster. And we can we can have this thing ready to rock and roll by the end of the week. And because uh, the plan was I was going to get it done, get the first uh, few pulls out and ship them off the mat and let him have the first the first crack at it. Well, I remember getting up first thing in the morning. It was about four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Uh, I rewatched those videos just to just to brush up on it again, went out into the garage, started slapping all this plaster onto it and it came together within about 30 45 minutes exactly like the videos were and i'm like fucking yahtzee we got it and about midday i went out there broke the mold loose started to because so okay since this was a a clay pour from our silicone mold of our Kirk that made the MB 75. It's a hollow casting. And what I mean by hollow casting is it's much like a pull where it's, you know, you got your walls, you got your detail features, but it's only uh, half quarter to half an inch thick, you know? So if you soften it, you can, you can make a, you can make a one piece mold and if you soften the clay on the inside, you can peel it away from the walls. It'll collapse and then you can slide it right out. You've destroyed your sculpt at that point, but you're hoping what you have on the inside is a completed mold. Well, that is not what happened. There was holes and patches and things gone from the inside of the mold. So guess what I had to do? Start over this thing was screwed. Um, and I, I just remember I, I sent pictures to Matt and we both, uh, I can't speak for Matt, but I can speak for me. I was, I was livid pissed, but I was, I was also disappointed because I was like, man, yeah. we, we fucking had this thing. 
And yeah. I'll, I'll let you chime in to kind of describe what you felt when, when you saw that. Man, it was just – I don't know what else to say. It was just utter disappointment. Like, we were both so excited and ready to get those out, ready to work, work on them, and it was just like – I don't know, something just knocked the wind out of both of us, I felt like. Did we kill everybody else? Oh, no, I, I had no idea Sorry. Matt was done talking or not. <laughs> no, dude, I was – I was thinking when you said when you're saying that, I was like, I wonder when the when the when the pissed offness and the disappointment is gonna subside and you know you're gonna collect yourself and, and remind yourself that hey, you know what? I've been here, done this more times than I can remember, and it's all part of the process. If it happened like this, it happened like this for a reason. And let's just reconvene and get back to where we were, and it's all gonna be for the better in the end. Because every oh, time that disappointment like that has happened, it's always been for the better in the end. We got there eventually. Um, <laughs> not saying it's, we, not we were saying both... it's going to be a pain would, in the ass getting imagine. there, but <laughs> well, yeah, but. I would definitely imagine how hard that would be because I'm sitting here and I'm a little buzzed, but I'm thinking just like in my head, just picturing everything and feeling that disappointment, just the utter. I don't know. For me, I'd be like sad. No, I'd be upset. Cause I have no patience, you know? So I would just be like, oh, God, you know? <laughs> so well, I trust just, me, Matt, Matt and I don't have much patience either. We're, we're pissed. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if, if, yeah, I know. if the instructions say <laughs> that it cures in 30 minutes, we want it to cure in 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine like, like when, when, uh, when Matt said it pretty much like knocked the wind out of us, I was like, you know what? Yeah. That's, that's a perfect explanation because uh, that would be me. Sure. I know how much of a perfectionist you are, Chris. I'm sure Matthew's the same way. So, yeah, For when sure. you're when you're expecting something to go a certain way and it doesn't, <laughs> I've, I've seen you firsthand, man. And it's just, I, it's not. I'm not trying to laugh at you, but I mean, just the, you know, when you get pissed about something not turning out like you were expected it to, it's just, yeah, it's it, it's not funny because you're pissed. It's just, you know, seeing you live it about it. It's like, I wish you could be from, you know, watching you from my perspective, because it's like, man, come on now. You know, this is going to be all right. You know, it's well, going to turn out for the better in it, the it, end. Here's the thing, though. And this is what this is what pissed me off more than anything. I said, and I think, Matt, I, I think I actually had this conversation with you. I think I called you on the phone and I said, what pisses me off about this is this wasn't my first rodeo. This yeah. wasn't my yeah. first go around trying to do it with this method. I've literally, I I just did it with the H2O. I just did it with the 99K. I just did it with everything else. So it's not like I didn't know what I was doing. I, I, I wasn't going in blind. I, I knew how to work it. I knew how to slap it all on there, how it had to be applied, You know what had to be done. And I followed it step by step by step by step. And yet we still ended up with this. So yeah, disappointment was, was one thing. And then when I collected myself, I felt like Apollo Creed standing up for round two against Drago. And Matt's like, you know, you got to let me call this man. It, it It's over. And I said, you ain't stopping this fight no matter what. And I put my mouthpiece in and. Oh, 
did up another did up another pour and i obviously i had to clean up all the bad sections that you know had the holes in it and everything and got it all cleaned up i sent it sent pictures to matt he goes damn he goes you got that thing cleaned up quick and i was like man i we have to get this done yeah so then we get to the point where we're like, all right, well, we're going to mold it. And I said, well, I'm not doing plaster again. I'm, I'm not going to take another chance at ruining this. I'm going to go back to my tried and true method of molding it in silicone. And Aaron, you were here when I molded the UL in silicone. And you know, I know what I'm doing on that. So mm-hmm. um, absolutely. I molded it in silicone, made a, made a, um, a resin jacket over the top to, to hold everything in place. And I'm like, all right, popped uh, the clay out of there. Mold looks good. And so I'm said, okay, here we go. Rock and roll. I'm ready to make my urethane master. I make my urethane master and lo and behold, there's divots all over the face. I mean, it just looked like, like the moon was having a meeting on this dude's face and I'm just going, (laughs) what, what in the fucking fuck is this? I can just imagine the steam literally coming off the top of your fucking head being pissed. Matt, I'll let you chime in on that one. You were on the receiving end. Man, (laughs) I didn't know what to think or even really say to him because I, at this point I was, I was so worried he was just going to, just can the entire project like you know like just because he had he had had both those mishaps and i i knew he was pissed off i knew he yeah i know like quit and give up over is, is, is not in his is not in his dna he might need to vent and vent a lot but yeah quit and give up it, it, it doesn't reside in his dna so then i start reaching on on the inside of the mold just to f- figure out where all these little divots are coming from. And lo and behold, would you not know there are air pockets inside the silicone mold that's causing this. And I'm just going, fuck me, GD. I was so so angry. So I had, I had that master there and I'm like, well, let me, well, let me try up another one. I poured up another one just to see like if I could get some of these air pockets in place. Could I could I mix up the urethane maybe a little thinner, not put the weight in there? Maybe I could I could still get a good urethane master out of it. And so I did up another urethane master. And then when I did that master, I ended up with literally air pockets all over the face where like the urethane didn't come together and it just left this complete crater on, on some of this stuff. And I'm going, okay, well, this is an entirely new problem. This does has nothing to do with the mold being bad. This just is trapped air. So now I'm pissed at that. And then I said to Matt that I was going to, uh, I think Matt even said, Hey, Hey, why don't you take a couple of days off and just kind of relax a little bit. And I remember saying, no, we got to get this done. I start, I busted out my silicone, started to try and silicone that, uh, 
that 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 master and then i remember just at that point it was like a knockout punch i was like okay no i'm i'm completely out of steam i i can't look at this anymore and then matt actually stepped in and I'll yeah like i was it. like just really like like i said like when, when after the last mishap i was like man because you got to think, we had a lot going on. I mean, we did the DP-75. Chris had been doing other projects just with WMP. We just released the MB-5. So, I mean, we had a lot of stuff going on. And then just, I mean, everything was uh, successful. But, you know, when you're putting in that much work, that much time, all those hours, and then you get, like, slapped in the face, like, six different times. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of discouraging. You see, that's so, exactly that's that's exactly why you know they don't charge. Let's see, one hundred and fifty dollars for these masks, you guys, or what, sixty dollars? Right. That's the right. you know you listen you listen to this, and this is a you know just a small example of what these artists go through and the labor, the time, the frustration, and the effort that they put into their work. So you know, yeah, yeah. Just and Hannah, to follow up that thought right there. Uh, following up on the lineage keyword lineage for all the mask nerds out there with your little pointer sticks and your charts and your graphs and all that other good shit yeah uh who else do you know i didn't even dude really don post uh don post videos from back in the day really i just found out that shit existed and you guys are are look are watching the shit you know for tips and tricks because hey if we watch vids of the guys who did it and did it best back in the day, who brought all this about, yeah, maybe we can learn something. Okay. Who the hell else do you know that's out there doing that? So yeah. Mass brothers forever. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that that was a thing either. That's, that's awesome. I I, I had no idea to be fair, just to save us from getting another one star review. um, I just want to (laughs) say, that there that there's probably other artists out there that that are doing it matt and i aren't aren't saying that we're the innovators of trying to take don post's uh videos and applying it to our craft but i you know we definitely used what was at the disposal and it was those videos and i'm i'm forever thankful that somebody found them and put them up because i mean it was it's if you haven't watched it, I'll link you guys to it, but it's a- absolutely mesmerizing to watch. I'm sure it is. And you know what? To the other artists out there that ha- can honestly say that and they have that uh, in their repertoire, more power to you. You know, I, quite frankly, if I was an artist, I wouldn't be looking to, you know, to toot my own horn. But if I had been watching Don Post videos from back in the day to pick up anything, I, I would be including that in my bio. You know, hey, I. I've watched as many old, old, you know, Don Post videos from back in the day as possible. So, yeah, I'm incorporating all that into my work as well. But, you know, this is the first time hearing about it. So, yeah, there you go. Take your charts and your graphs and shoving up your ass. And that rhymes. <laughs> so the, the next step, um, I believe Matt said, well, if you decide that you want me to help you bring this thing home or take a crack at it, something like that. It was something along those lines. Yeah, like I just wanted, I I wanted the the project to stay alive. That was my sole purpose. Like I didn't want to see it just like get pushed to the side and just never come about. So right. that's what I was like, like, hey man, like if you want, you know, I'll 
I'll take a shot at it because I wasn't doing anything really at the time, like sculpt-wise anyway, so. And then I think, you know, I took, what, what a day or two, and then I just said, yeah. Um, yeah. Really, at this point, it's cleaning up the sculpt and then kind of remolding it, basically. I think that's really what we initially had decided. I can't quite recall. Um, was there anything else that needed to be done uh, or? No, not until we started FaceTime and then we started talking about other stuff. Okay. That, at the initial conversation, it was just going to be send it to me. I'll, you know, fill in all the divots and clean it up and we'll get it molded. Yep. That, yeah, correct. And then we just started noticing a few other things that were like, hey, well, while we have it here, let's go ahead and let's dial that part in, dial this in and dial that in and you know pretty much hey someone's phone is buzzing um but then it was um at that point sorry i farted (laughs) we we got that done and then uh matt matt uh molded it and got a master out of it and we recently put out a proto and matt sent me the 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 master and I got a I got a mold made uh, yesterday actually, and I'm gonna do a pour up. I'm gonna start uh, sending up some blanks up to Matt, and uh, if anybody wants wants him to do do some up, you know we we're gonna have them ready. So yeah, I'm excited to work on another one. Sure, you got this. Questions. Just in time for the holidays too. Sweet. It's a, good, it's a nice little stocking stuffer. Aww. You know, put dickhead in your stocking and stuff it this year. <laughs> wow. That's a great marketing tactic right there. <laughs> of course. Well, I'm just, it's, it's really, it's, it's a fulfilling, you know, as a, as a mass fan and collector myself to hear that you guys, you know, uh, you, you you picked out you know the the best looks of of uh, the H two mask from the movie itself, including the Coke can pick, and you know use that as 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 a guide and reference for you know the look that you were trying to you know uh, to capture and your end result. And I mean, again, lineage. You know, lineage, lineage, lineage for all the nerds out there that, you know, want to bitch, piss and moan about it. And then, you know, to hear that you guys, you know, uh, focused on certain looks, the best looks of the mask as it was being worn by Mr. Dick Warlock himself. That's I mean, what more can you ask for? You know, I I said this on the on the MB75 episode, but I'll just say that part of the the biggest um thrill for me um it, it being back you know for the most part in this industry it's a snake pit you don't know yeah. who you don't know who you can trust and, and we're not fact, talking about the metallica mosh pit from the wherever i may room tour back in the early 90s no we're, we're we're not we're, we're talking about you know you turn your back someone's looking for the place to put the knife and that's one thing i can honestly say about rick and matt that has made this so fantastic to be able to do work in is both of the, both of these guys are not only humble, they're giving and they're real. 
and I can honestly, I could close my eyes and turn around and I know Matt wouldn't put a knife there. Rick wouldn't do that. And I pretty sure that they can look at me and, and, and know the same thing and that we yeah, all have sure. a partnership sure. here. <laughs> Definitely. That's awesome. I love that. So for all those out there that think that art artists can't work together, no, you can, you just, you just have to be, you just have to be genuine. You know, Most just choose not to. You got to find your people. That's right. Like Matt's helped I'll, me with stuff. I've helped him with stuff. And it's unfortunate too, because as artists, I mean, you guys, it's just an unfortunate reality of, you know, the mass quote unquote community as a whole, you know, uh, every smile here hides a knife and that's the cold, hard reality of it. So as artists, you do have to be guarded, you know, to a certain extent. So the fact that the three of you were able to find each other, you know, were able to become friends, team up and form that bond. I mean, it just it's it betters the mass community as a whole. It betters uh, what you guys are able to offer, you know, the mass community in terms of, you know, uh, products and collectibles. And quite frankly, it's something that everybody uh, out there can, you know, uh, can take in, can take a note from and an example from and hopefully learn from probably not going to, you know, over 90% ain't going to, but you know what, for the few that do, uh, I'll count that as a win. Well, it feels good to be able to drop your guard with, uh, another artist and, you know, talk shop. I, I, I can, I don't know about these guys, but I mean, I can speak for myself. I know that, I feel like I've grown as an artist, just working with the two of them, learning from them, um, you know, sharing my mistakes and them sharing their mistakes and, and learning from that. And it's just, I don't know, it's been, been a fun ride so far. No, um, you can speak for me too. I, I feel the exact same way. I mean, I've been doing this since uh, 2009-ish. Um, and, you know, there's things that you've done that you've, that you've shown me on like a FaceTime or something like that. I'm like, Oh man, I've never tried something like that before. That's, that's, that's neat to know. So I think at any time as an artist or as a person or anything that you do in life, anytime that you can walk away with something and having more information about something that you didn't have when you walked in makes you better no matter what. And that's something that I think all three of us, um, can walk out of this and say, Hey, every time that we come up with a new project or do something new or talk about something techniques or, or trade secrets or whatever, you know, we all walk out a little bit better and a little bit more knowledge than when we walked in with it. So definitely. And when you can share your mistakes and what you've learned from your mistakes and you can share the trade secrets of your successes, you know, again, that just that betters that definitely betters the three of you, you know, and Mass Brothers as a whole. And again, it's an example that everybody can take something away from and learn something from. So we can hope. We can hope. It's a great example to learn from people. But. Matt, why, why don't you go ahead and um, throw out the mass brothers social media channels uh since you're the one that created the account i think you'd be the best person to throw that out there in case anybody wants to contact us about anything all right yeah um you can reach us at 
Mask Brothers Inc. on Instagram, and also it's at Mask Brothers Inc. on Facebook. So give us a like and a follow and check us out. Keep up to date with our new projects. And that's the cool thing, too, is all three of us post to the account, and you never know which Mask Brother it is. And it's, um, I think that's a cool yeah, thing. I, I kind of like that when people message and they're like, you can tell they don't really know who they're talking to. <laughs> yeah, I, never, kinda, I never tell them. <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, this is Santa Claus. How may it's I help cool you? that way? Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus. Well, there, was, there was a guy the other day in that message and said he had talked to me, but didn't realize he was talking to me on the Ash Brothers page. And I never said a word. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to listen to this episode. He goes, that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I farted. <laughs> All right. So do you guys have any other questions about the MB2 or is that going to be a wrap for, for this? Oh, I'm good. I enjoyed listening to that story. Yeah, I was, I had my popcorn ready and I was, uh, I was chowing down and listening away. Uh, yeah, I was literally picturing everything in my head as you guys were talking about it. It's pretty awesome. You know, very, I got, very informative. I got, no details were skipped. I got one. No, that th- th- there was, and I'm about to slap myself for forgetting these. This detail is the promo shots were shot by my five year old daughter, and I got to spend an afternoon. She got to direct me and set the shot, and oh. You know, I had to work the dials for and set set that part all up. But as far as tilting the camera, framing the shot, posing me, getting me set, et cetera, it was all it was all her. And um, I couldn't as a father, I couldn't have been more proud. Five years old. That is that's, that's phenomenal. You notice and there was no bread or pickles than most collectors or, do. For real. Say Say that one more time, Matt. I said I'm taking better pictures than most of the collectors do. That's what I was just saying. There was no there was no bread or pickles or toilet shots going on. That's that's for sure. <laughs> bread or pickles. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups on your timeline and on Instagram. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.